Welcome to Life Chats with Friends, discussions with people that are of service to others, sharing insights to help you show up as your best. Brought to you by Antonio Stevens and Twani Fitness. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Before we get started today, thank, just wanted to quickly say thank you so much to everyone that has been listening, sharing, commenting, etc. around these conversations. I really hope you're finding value from the guests that I'm bringing on and from myself as well and insights that we're sharing. Today, Adele is back and we will be in part two of our five-part series um, discussing physical wellness and next week we will dive into occupational and social wellness. I really hope you enjoy this segment. And again, if you're enjoying this, feel free to continue liking, sharing, etc., cetera, um, with, with your network. Enjoy the show. All right. So let's dive into the second dimension. And this is mm-hmm. physical. One of my favorite, and I'm really excited to, to talk about this one, but This one is defined and characterized as um, the dimension that encompasses all areas of health that relate to physical aspects of the body. This includes nutrition, exercise, weight management, ergonomics, um, tobacco or drug use, disease, disease prevention, and more. So really just caring for the body to stay healthy now and in the future. What does this one mean to you? I think for me, it's similar to you in the sense that like, you know, it's all about being physically fit, but um, I'm way behind where you are <laughs> in terms of my fitness level. Um, I think for me, it, it, it's probably a more attainable goal <laughs> compared, to the, compared to Antonio Stevens. <laughs> um, well, coming from families, you know, both my mom and dad's side um, that has um, hereditary diseases like hypertension and diabetes, Mm -hmm. and also seeing firsthand the deprivations it brings, not just to the person itself, but also to the people around uh, around them. Um, So like my dad, he had diabetes and uh, because he, I mean, he tried, but I think like he was using too much willpower that uh, he ended up giving up on trying to live a healthy life Mm. Um, so for me it's I saw like you know how his life has panned out where health is concerned I mean he definitely lived a really really rich and full of life life Mm. uh, despite his illnesses but I felt that he could have probably be with us a bit longer if he had taken care of himself and also um, the limitations that like, you know, me and my family had to go through um, because he was ill. And so like, you know, so it wasn't just him that was deprived on a lot of pleasures in life, but mm-hmm. also the people around him. And so for me, having, you know, a parent so close to me, like go, go through that, I realized at a really, really, really young age, you know, the importance of physical health. And, uh, and so for me, I made sure that I lead a relatively healthy life in adulthood um, with, you know, daily workouts, healthy eating. Doesn't mean I don't eat chocolates, <laughs> uh, but also monitor my health with, you know, annual physicals um, just to make sure that I'm still being tip top. Of course, like, you know, it's not like I can stop cancer or whatever, but 
at least to the best of my abilities, I've done it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that is my approach to physical health. And I, I like you as well, come from, it's a, a cultural backdrop for me where health is not really a priority. My family is very much like, oh, I have this pain in my neck. It must be gas, drink some tea. And I'm at the Love point it. now where I'm like, no people, that's not gas. That's like your body crying and trying to speak to you, sending you signals that, hey, I need something. And this is probably to your point again, one of the most important dimensions, I think that for me at least feeds every other dimension in terms of physical health and well-being. So mm -hmm. if I'm not physically fit, I can't be spiritually fit. I can't be occupationally fit. It's recognizing that this is the one body vessel that you have and you have to take care of it in order to be of service to others or to live mm -hmm. life the way that you want to live it to the fullest. Um, this dimension for me, and if, if if I had to, you know, give someone a bit of advice on like really paying attention to this, it's, you know, using exercise as an outlet and an opportunity to manage things like stress and connect with yourself in something beyond this world. For me, mm -hmm. like once I'm locked in and at the gym and I'm really flowing, it's like you look up and you're like, okay what was that those sort of feelings are one in a million that a lot of people don't experience but being able to go in there with this sense of focus and just sense of self is really fulfilling and rewarding and again will help feed some of these other dimensions really taking care of your nutrition watching what you eat and there i've been on the extreme end of nutrition and dieting getting ready for shows but i've said this before and i'll say it again it's all about finding balance so yes i now i still eat chocolate i still eat fast food here and there it's it's just balance and taking advantage of things like annual doctor's visits. There are so much thing, so many things um, that insurance provides that we are just not taking advantage of, like yeah. an eye screening or a daily, uh, an annual physical. Like these things are very important to maintaining your physical well-being. And then um, just looking at where this this sits in itself in terms of importance or how you can have this closer to the core, look at this as one that's really closer to the core in helping you figure out all these other dimensions. Once you have this one locked and I've seen this, the rest almost falls into place from there. So Antonia, that's no pun intended, wasn't it? Core. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Like that, that hurt a little bit. I'm still trying to strengthen my core. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, for me, I totally agree that, you know, every bit of exercise um, does make a difference. Um, I think where I'm going to add on to what you just said is, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed foodie. You know, my dad succumbed to a disease that, you know, could have been curbed because of food. 
and I come from a culture, um, Malaysia, it's food heaven. Uh, like I think that's probably the thing that I've been missing, especially during the past two years of COVID. Um, you know, all of the wonderful food and, and fruits in Malaysia. So, you know, when I say food, it's not just about cooked food, but like fruits and all the variety that we have back home. Um, and I think what I what I've done in terms of experiment, I'm not sure if I shared this with you in our last catch up was um, uh, during the lockdown, since I couldn't travel and like travel is one of my life goals. I thought like, okay, my belly can travel because like I'm a foodie <laughs> and I tried like almost 200 new recipes mm. of like food from different cuisines. Um, and uh, I think after three months, like, you know, again, being self-aware, I think my body just told me that I think you've kind gone overboard with this mm. and I was like okay and like you know it was quite rich food because like you know all the different food in the world and like you just wanted like oh what's the key one from this one and what I've done was not limit myself in terms of like oh go on a diet or whatever uh, it was a mindset shift um, in the past 12 months really um, after that like bulk moment um, to eat a little bit healthier in the sense that I will still try food from different continents, but um, how do I eat a little bit healthier um, in, in terms of instead of fried, like can I choose big recipes instead of steam or, you know, something. That's exactly. And, I think when yeah. people think diets, they are usually like, oh, greens and vegetables, but you can still eat the things that you like. It's more so how are you preparing it are you yeah. dousing it in 5000 milligrams of salt or just a sprinkle here and it still yeah. has flavor still tasty but it's not like you know as heavy as as you would normally prepare it it's just small tweaks and changes that make all yeah. the difference yeah yeah so in terms of cooking that's the tweak that i did in terms of Eating, I think that's the other thing that I also tried to change. I'm still working on it, to be honest, but uh, chewing my food properly, really mm -hmm. enjoying and savoring my food. And what I noticed is like, because you take time to digest your food, like the portions that I've been eating, mm -hmm. like got lesser and lesser. And <laughs> the irony, right, of like the wheel of life, like so the lighter you become, the more exercise you do and like the, the fitter you get. And so, mm -hmm. so I find like nutrition and physical um, exercise does work hand in hand. Like on the one hand, you go like, oh, I'm so big and like, I cannot work out. But then, hey, like if you do small changes with your nutrition and you lose a little bit more weight and, and that kind of just happened. And so what I discovered through my journey on eating healthier, I had not plan for losing weight as my goal at all I did not I just wanted to eat healthier because my body's telling me like whoa 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 you're going a little <laughs> bit overboard here and in the past 12 months I lost um no so now 14 months now I've lost pretty much 14 kilos um so like yeah so <laughs> so it was quite a proud moment like oh really like eye-opening as well to realize that I did not intentionally go on a diet or mm -hmm. you know um, try to lose weight but really just you know leaving my priorities on like mm -hmm. well I don't want to end up like my dad or like you know I've told people to eat healthier how come I'm not eating healthier and just like you know doing um, whatever I'm preaching and and yeah like so for me it's 
I think it's a balance that you mentioned earlier. Um, the other thing I would also add in my discovery, because I'm eating healthier and doing like my exercises, it's almost like, oh, okay, what's next, right? And your body mm. will just tell you. And the next discovery I, I did through the, in the past 14 months is that sleep is so important. important. Um, and I can automatically feel the difference if I'm having enough sleep or not enough sleep the next morning. Um, it's just mind-boggling when you're really listening to your body. body. Yeah, I wanted to go back to something you had said earlier um, around, now I'm blanking, <laughs> you <laughs> earlier around, uh, yes, nutrition and mm -hmm. exercise, something that I recognize in myself, and this was taking a step back from competition and looking at looking at or chasing this ideal physique or this ideal version of myself and surrendering to what is and just taking inspired action and seeing yeah. where that takes you, what the outcome of that is. Looking up, I'm like, wow, these I've achieved some of my best physiques or I'm so much happier now that I'm not chasing this one <laughs> thing that's not to say that I don't still have goals around my physical appearance mm -hmm. or health and well-being like I still have those things in place but it's not to that same degree where I'm like I need to look exactly like this yeah. it's more so I'm gonna go on this journey I'm gonna stay committed to this journey for x period of time I mean this is the one thing I'm gonna do this year and just give it my all and I'll be excited to see what the result of that this sort of work and structure is coming out on the other end of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my motto is live your definition of healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And to close this dimension out, if we again had to give or share our top three tips on how an individual or somebody listening can approach this one, what would they be for you? Eat well, sleep well, exercise. I love it. Nice <laughs> and short. For me, it would be start small, find an accountability partner, and don't be afraid to leverage things like journals and or that accountability partner to talk about and really dive into and analyze what you're feeling, what you're going through, what this journey is to and for you, and what the experience is like overall. I think there's a lot of value in doing that and getting to the end of your process or when you do look up and you're like, oh, who is this? There's, they, you have things that you can reflect on or, or point back to. Yeah, love that. Thanks for tuning in to the session. If you enjoy, be sure to tell a friend or share this. See you next time.